Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Dream Team series continues on the podcast. In this episode, we're winding back the clock for a fella that played 214 games in the NRL between 1991 and 2000. There's my first question right there, Jimmy Dimmick. Did you leave the NRL early, 29 years of age? Yeah, I think I did. Uh, I had a young family then and had an opportunity to uh, go overseas. And, you know, I just thought, you know, I had enough of uh, playing NRL, especially at Para at the time. And uh, I thought there's got to be something more to to rugby league. And I just wanted to get back to enjoying rugby league just for playing and, and just having my first child as well. And, just got married, so I thought, you know, head over to England and, you know, I'm not a tight ass, but <laughs> <laughs> I sort of am. But uh, <laughs> uh, a honeymoon on the run, the run through, you yeah. know, my um, mum come over and we end up going to Venice for the for the honeymoon. But, um, it, you know, it was good to see you know, a bit of the world. Absolutely. While, yeah. while my um, having a young family and, you know, with my wife, uh, Leah, and, yeah, you know, I, I wanted to get something more just out of, you know, just playing rugby league and in in in, uh, in Australia, get to see a bit of the world as well. When you look at it like that, very few occupations, you get the opportunity to, to expand and have life experiences like that. Yeah, definitely um, sort of brought my um, myself and my wife together. Nice. Uh, a little bit more and um, I actually had one, one child over yeah. there, uh, had Tegan over there. Um, she's a true... True Pommy, she's a whinger. She never <laughs> stops whinging. Um, no, I, I enjoyed the time over there and um, it's so different um, with uh, with the crowds over there and uh, the grounds have been right on top of you and um, the, the crowds are just chanting your name or spitting on you and throwing stuff at you. It's <laughs> like it could be 10,000 there, but it, it seemed like there was 100,000. Jeez. Mate, before we get into your dream team, one of the legitimately great debut stories, Saturday, March 16, 1990, Western Suburbs, Gold Coast, you're wearing the black and white number six jersey and standing across from you, same field, on debut, is the king. Uh, Must have been amazing. Yeah, it was. I was so nervous. Um, I remember before the game, all the boys, before they um, um, go onto the field, they used to... for their nerves, take um, barocas. Wow. I'm, going, I'm going, what is, what's that? Yeah. What is he having? I said, oh, it just calms the nerves. I said, oh, give us one of them because I'm shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I popped one of them into me and um, 
yeah, it was it was it went so quick. Um, the game, I remember scoring two tries. I, I re- didn't really do much in the tries. I just had to put my hand on the ball, yeah. and but the most thing I sort of remember, but don't remember, was uh, Brett Horsnell hit me across the chops, um, right on me, bridge of my nose, and oh mate, I thought I was seeing stars and. And all I could remember is the boy saying, get back in this bloody line before we kill you. Wow. And I wanted to stay down, but they made me get back yeah. up and get back in the line. So, oh, mate, I was gone. He got me a good horse. I ended up playing with him in, in Parramatta. There I said, you go. I mate, said, <laughs> the fact you're opposite Wally Lewis, this is a guy that for the previous 10 years of your life you had watched in awe of. That did you get your hands on the game? Mate, I actually tackled him off the scrum. He was he was so strong. Yeah. You know, he just bumped me off like I was a little peasant. Um, yeah, it was – for me it was – yeah, I wasn't focusing too much on Wally, just trying to focus on, on doing my job and not letting anyone down. So um, – and I think, um, you know, matching up against Wally just sort of was the, uh, sort of the cherry on top. Anyone after that was going to be easy. <laughs> Mate, speaking of easy, dream team, did you get it to 13 easily or was it difficult or have you thrown a spin on this? Uh, yeah, I sort of threw a spin on it. Um, I sort of picked some blokes that, um, you know, I got on really well with yep. and uh, I played a lot of football with them. Um, so it's almost a Jimmy's mates, 13. Yeah, but I could have had a lot of other mates yeah. in there as well and also they're I try to you know, make them quality players as well. Um, uh, I'm not saying anyone who played in NRL was quality, Absolutely. you know, ARL. Um, but yeah, these blokes had a special, you know, real special to me, and um, just the bond that we uh, we had throughout football. And I, I actually I could have named a, a lot of blokes, and I'll probably get hammered by a couple, yeah. and I'll put them in <laughs> and that for sure. But um, yeah, it, it is what it is. So. Okay, fullback, who have you got? Uh, fullback, I've got uh, Richie Barnett um, at fullback. Um, there you go. Yeah, we played um, together at London Broncos. Yeah. And he actually, he had chronic fatigue at the time. He didn't know. He just found out, like, he was going through that process where he'd always, um, his heart used to start running a lot. And he only played half the games, um, but he had the most line breaks for, for the competition. So our... Our move was one up for Richie. <laughs> that, was, that was the game plan. Just one up, just give it to Richie and he'll just make a break. So, yeah. Too good. Okay. Yeah. Richie Barnett is the winger. Jeez, he could play too, fullback yeah. or centre. Uh, who have you got on your wings? Um, I've actually got um, John Hopawati and uh, Tony Martin. Uh, Tony Martin, I played with him at, at London as well. Yeah. Um, we just got on like a house on fire. Uh, we used to go watch the soccer all the time. And, okay. Um, you know, he lived across the road from me. We went to train together, and 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 Richie was with us all the time. So, you know, got that bond, um, that good relationship with him. And uh, with Hop on the the other wing, um, you know, um, with Hops, I played in the Pacific Cup with Hopper, yeah, and also with uh, for Australia. So, and have done a lot of work with him um, with the Tongan side, and yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, don't. He's done means a lot to me, Hops. Um, yeah. Even the time when he was fighting uh, Paul Gallon, uh, they asked me. Um, I was actually uh, coaching Gal at the time, and they asked, well, "Who do you want to win?" And then I, I backed Hopper because I sort of, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, being the war with Hops. So, yeah. Yeah. And at the moment, he's he's um, 
my daughter's playing at uh, Narawena. Yeah. In the Manly, and um, Hopper's, he's he's just helping out. You know, he's got me down there helping out. So nice. Yeah, I've still got a affiliation with him. So he's a good man. He is a good man. This yeah. is completely off script. You and I have got to know what I consider the real Hopper. Yeah. Yes, he's done some crazy things. Yeah. Yes, he's done some wild things. Yeah. And even Hopper says, yeah, <laughs> I stuffed up. But the John Hopperwadi we know as a mate is completely different to what most people would think. Mate, he'll do anything for you. Yeah. If you're in trouble, he'll come whenever you want him. Um, I've actually played in the last few um, old boys games, you know, yeah. got this, you know, um, you know, and me and Hopper being roomies. So, yeah, it's it just feels like you're back playing again. And even if you don't see these blokes for a long time and, and the, the, when you do see them, it just feels like it was yesterday. So, Okay, let's rip into the centres, mate. Who have you got? Um, I've got Jared McCracken and Terry Hill. A couple um, of big units. Yeah, uh, big Tezza. I mean, Tezza been playing footy since we were young together. Mm. Um, played for Zetland. Actually, we played under 10s uh, Central Met together. That's where I met him, and I was playing in the East Comp, and he's always going, mate, you ever want to come to the South Comp, come play for Zetland. So end up. You eventually did. Eventually going, yeah. going over and playing with Terry all over at Zetland, and we've got a big big fellow there, Jared McCracken. Uh, played a lot of footy with him at Canterbury and, mm. and um, at Parramatta, but um, two of them really good friends of mine. Terry was best man at my wedding, and, and, and Jared was in the bridal party, so. Pretty close to me. I would have hoped they behaved, the pair of them. A couple, <laughs> couple of loose units What a game. Well. just in the Bucks day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate, now halves. Who have we got in six and seven? Um, I've got um, my favourite player of all time, uh, Terry Lamb at 5'8". Uh, He's the captain. Yeah. And I've also got me mate, uh, Craig Fields, there. So uh, with Barr, he's like at um, at Canterbury, he was just, just, mate, I was in awe of him. You know, yeah. he's... Just a great bloke, a great player, just great captain. Just a bloke that you want to, you know, like you just want to impress and you, mm. you don't want to let down. He's so inspiring, you know. And we catch up, you know, you know, get to see him here and there, and it just like it was like yesterday. I think the last time I seen him was at at uh, Lukey Goodwin's uh, uh, wedding. Yeah. So we were cutting the rug there. So <laughs> we were going off. So yeah, it was a good night. So. Um, I played with him in the, um, my junior club at Pado Colts, my first club yep. I played with, and Fieldsy was the halfback. Really? And, yeah, and I was um, playing uh, lock uh, or prop that, uh, at that stage, but Fieldsy was so tiny, but he was always, always uh, very competitive and yeah. he always wanted to win. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we, we won a few comps together and uh, it was good to see him, you know, um, Make it to the NRL because he was one of them blokes that that's all he wanted to do, you know, yeah. just just make it to the top and, and impress his father. And he, he got his wish. And yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm glad to see him doing well now. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top quality fencing solutions glass and aluminium pool fencing. Genuine colourbond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. 
Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Dream Team with Jimmy Dimmick. His back line is Richie Barnett, Tony Martin, Terry Hill, Jared McCracken and John Hopperwadi. Gee, there's some units there. Terry Lamb and Craig Field are in the halves. Let's go into the forward pack. But before we do, we saw you play 5-8. We saw you play lock, maybe a little in the second row, a couple of games at hooker. The game's changed. If Jimmy Dimmick was playing in 2023, what's your position and why? Um, I think, yeah, I'd still still play at lock. Yeah. I think it's come back. It's done a full 360 um, now. Uh, before it used to be... Um, just oh, when I played, it was a lock was a lock, a genuine ball lock, players. a ball playing lock that stayed on the field. But then they started using the lock as a maybe as a front row. Yep, and you'd get any change, and and no one sort of passed the ball. Now I think it's done a full full loop, and you'll see see the blokes playing lock. Um, they're very creative, and mm. and they'll stay at their majority of the eighty minutes. So yeah, like Cam Murray, you know. Yeah, yeah, yo. I was uh, yeah, another yeah. one, yeah. So really some really talented thirteens really good with their hands. Victor Radley, you know, it's another good to one. see, but it's yeah, isn't it's it? mixing a game up, not making it too too predictable. Yep. Just on you know, block for block, but hopefully um we can see more of it. Okay. Who have you named as your lock? Uh my lock is Brad Fittler. Yeah. I actually met uh Freddie. Um we played against him. I was in uh yeah, that side with Terry Hill Central Met. We yeah. played. Um, it was the Liverpool side um, in in the grand final, and actually, um, Freddie ended up catching the bus back with us, uh, back to Sydney, and and like Terry was holding court and that. Yeah, so, but and uh, Freddie was just just looking, going, mate, he never stops talking. This play, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, from from there, like me, we we played under tens, and I played. Um, uh, under 15s uh, for the Catholics with Freddie, yep. uh, um, under 17s New South Wales with him, and then I ended up playing Origin with him. Um, That's cool. Yeah, 96 to 98, and uh, in in 95 we end up Freddie was a captain, and then we won the World Cup. So it's funny how that's like, amazing, yeah, isn't it? It's funny like how you keep that um, that that friendship uh, when you're younger. Yeah, and it just carries on throughout. He was brilliant too as a kid, wasn't he? Oh, mate, he was unbelievable. Yeah. He was a man-child, you know. So. Yes, yeah, he yeah, certainly yeah, was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, the man-child Brad Fittler is the lock. What about your second rowers? Uh, second row, I've got uh, Jason Smith and Darren Brown. And with Smitty, again, I played against him when um, in the under-15s, like when me and Freddie were in the Catholics. Yep. Um, Smitty was playing for, for Queensland. Uh, he, and he was a very skillful, skillful player like he. Even then, yeah, even then, and you, you know, you see him over the side smoking the bungers and that. When he's fifteen, he goes, "Who's that bloke? He's on the darts." And I said, "Mate, he's a machine." And I end up playing with him at Canterbury and yeah. um, um, at Parramatta. Uh, yeah, so skillful, he's mate, unbelievable. He, um, you know, he had that had that vision that that, that yeah. you could see three and four. 
four steps ahead and he could play slow, you know, he knew how to play slow. Yeah, there's a big there's an art in playing slow or, or playing fast and he had that tempo, um he could play either or so and also he was very tough, mate. I've yeah. seen him get he used to get hammered, his head used to get hammered from pillar of the post and oh mate, he used to just get up. So he was so tough, but and then he'd have a bunger after it. Yeah, God bless you. <laughs> Uh, and Darren Brown, Darren Brown. He now he was a legend. Darren Brown was um, he was a South Sydney um, made freak. He was uh, when I was younger. He was actually playing for Waterloo, and he used to come and pick my brother up uh, to go training. And he used to come down in this um, uh, yellow Commodore, and he used to have this magic wand in the passenger <laughs> seat. Oh, she was a glamour. She was a glamour. And he would come down. I'll be waiting out the front, waiting for him. Get me, bro. What are you waiting for? I said, I'm waiting for Brownie, mate. He'd come. <laughs> you know, be Sheila in there and he'd just go, just wave to me. How you going, brother? You thought it was the greatest oh, thing ever. It was yeah. unbelievable. But I got to play for him at, at South and that. Yep. And, and when we were over in England, um, you know, he was at Salford and that. So he was so skillful. Yeah. He, um, he was good with the ball and – uh, tough, tough man. So um, yeah, you know, I always tell Brownie that um, I really uh, look up, looked up to him when I when I was young. He goes, "No, you did, I said, mate. I did, mate. I liked the way you played." And uh, the the side that he played in, the SG Ball side, um, they won. I think they beat Para. That year. I think it might have been nineteen eighty five or something like that. Okay. I think um, well, Graham Lyons was playing. Yeah. I think he was playing lock then, mate. He was unbelievable wow. too. So, but um, Brownie was he was so skillful and it was just. Just too smart for him on days, you know. So I really – I took a little bit off that, you know, into my uh, ball playing. Nice. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Brownie. What about up front, mate? Props and hooker. Yeah, up front I've got um, the fridge, James Pickering. Yes. And um, Dave Gillespie. Um, and I've also got Joey Thomas. Three good at, men. At hooker. Yeah, I, yeah great blokes. Um, I played with fridge at, at the Dogs. and Yep. Uh, we really um, got on like house fire. Um, Dave Gillespie, I played with him out west, um, you know, being the prop, and that sort of took me under my wing and looked after me. Nice. And And Joey Thomas, um, he was the reason why I went to, to western suburbs from, from Souths. Uh, I used to work at this printing joint, um, Boswell Printing, and and he was actually doing the doing the, doing the the lunches and he, and – I knew him, who he was, and he knew yeah. who I was, and he knew I was a South Junior. I knew he, he, he played for South too, and um, he was at Canberra. He won a competition, so I knew all that. You know, I was only like 15, 16 at that time. And he, mate, you get a chance. You, you, you always say you've got to go to Canterbury, but at this time he's going, mate, he was at Canterbury. He's going, mate, we're going the West. We're all going the West, and Juan Ryan's going to Western yeah. Suburbs. If you want to learn something – uh, Juan Ryan's one of the greatest coaches you can ever learn come from. Come to West. So come to, to West and, and, um, yeah, and that's how I, I ended up at Western Southerners. Okay, yeah. the Jimmy Dimmick dream team. Richie <laughs> Barnett, Tony Martin, Terry Hill, Jared McCracken, John Hopawadi, Terry Lamb, Craig Field, the forward pack, James Pickering, Joey Thomas, Dave Gillespie, Jason Smith, Darren Brown and Freddie Fittler. Always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for dropping in for the chat. Appreciate it. No worries, Andy. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Another cracking week on the podcast where you can listen to any episode at any time. Just download the lot and rip in. Early in the week, it's the Legends series where, over two episodes, we talk footy and life with some of the game's greats. They are without peer when it comes to storytelling. 
The Rugby League Super Pod comes out just in time for the round of footy. It's the hottest podcast on the market with 12 different player interviews each and every episode. Yep, a dozen interviews with all your favourites every week. The Dream Team Series will get you through the weekend, no dramas. Past and present players deliver their best ever 13. Or could be best drinkers, funniest teammates or worst trainers. Every one of them is a beauty you'll love but disagree with too. Four episodes weekly on the only podcast that talks with the superstars, not about them, each and every episode. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.